I still don't know if I can sing the title of this podcast, but you're listening to Goodbye Mellow Brick Road. And well, why don't you give it a shot? What's up? What? What? Why don't you give it a shot? I don't know if I'm legally allowed to. Oh. Because, well, well, I guess there's no advertiser yet. Have the same tune. I don't even think yeah. I, I probably, because I'm not a good singer, so it wouldn't even sound much like it. Uh, yeah, you're probably good. I'll give it a whirl, and Elton, if you're listening, uh, don't sue me. Um, if you do decide to sue me, uh, I can give you, I can give you more than money, and it would be more valuable to you. Welcome to uh, what? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> we'll we'll introduce you in a second. Goodbye, Mellow Brick Road. It's not really sounds like the song, but he hits notes that I'll never know. A plus material. Thank you. If you haven't hung, uh, if you haven't just deleted this podcast yet, it's uh, we were we we're, we're gonna release this a little bit later, but we're recording this December thirtieth. It's the day before New Year's Eve, which is also the last day of fantasy football, and. We have a in a, a league that I play in. I'm in the championship along with the person who you already heard, and he's also in the championship. He's the number one seed. He's only lost once this year. It was the very first game of the season. It was only by five points. It is. Hi. I don't know how I did it. Caleb Cleveland. You. Hi. We are squaring off this Sunday. Yeah, you're probably gonna win. Well. I while I've been I, I'm watching my. Projected points right now, they just dropped two more points. I went from I, I went think, from ninety five to eighty five. I think we no, made now a mistake. I'm dyslexic. It's because we. I think this is gonna have to change next year. But we are playing a week seventeen championship, and I didn't know this, but apparently, a lot of good players don't play week seventeen because the coaches want to rest them for the playoffs. So yeah, you're so my entire team yeah. is zero now like caleb has todd Gurley, and he's got zero and he's like the number one scorer in fantasy yep so we're gonna probably have to change that but for now we're just rolling with our with our backups and so you i have no backups that's that therein lies the my problem they're also zero my entire team got injured that's why i have the team i have now yeah you were he was he had you had odell at the beginning I thought that was yeah. the boy, and then suddenly. So we, uh, you went on a tear. We had a, like, our first week, we, it was a little bit different. You lost, and I won. and But I lost David Johnson, who was my first pick, and he's just been out for the season. And then you just uh-huh. never lost again. Yeah, and I lost, it, it, within the first, I don't know, was it two weeks? I lost um, Oil Beckham, who was my number one scorer. And and then suddenly, like this three-headed behemoth of yours just rose up. Yeah, I know. And then I then I took uh, Melvin Gordon off the bench and picked up Kareem Hunt, which no one had for some reason. It's safe to say Keela made some good decisions early on. Unknowingly, but still. But I bet some of these. I'll players, take the credit. They might be in your top five because we are doing the top five fantasy football players of the season. I took it to... I'm yes, we like, are. Because I think, like, I'd rather have... Basically, instead of anyone on my team, I'd rather have, like, Gurley or Le'Veon Bell or someone like that. So I just did the top five players that were on my team who guided me to this to this last week of the season. 
uh-huh. I did I did top five players, and some of them happened to be on my team. Very interesting. Yes. So I'll kick this off. I'll go for my for my number five. I put in Deshaun Watson, who I I started the season off with Marcus Mariota, and I was like, I feel good about Mariota. He seems pretty consistent. And then he was just like really just like he was fine, but he was just very unremarkable, and it was annoying. So I just picked up <clears throat> this kid, Deshaun Watson, who. It seemed to be doing okay, and then he just, like, went off, like, almost got me 40 points every week, and I was like, this is great, this is amazing, and then he, I'm, I went out for a run at UMass, and when I came back, I looked at my fantasy projections, and I dropped, like, 20 points, I was like, what happened, and I looked, and non-contact practice, he tore his ACL and was out for the season, and I was like, what the fuck do I do now, and... You I, feel cheated when that happens, because you have no control over it. Right? At practice, especially. So, I thought my season was just gone. I was ready to start tanking for a number one overall pick. But then I believed in myself. And I picked up another quarterback, who we'll get to later on the list. But Deshaun Watson, for what you did in those four weeks, you're my number five. Good choice. Thank you. Who who do you have at number five? At number five, I have Carson Wentz. I started out with Philip Rivers as my starting quarterback but then in week three I picked up Wentz and it really paid off at first I just wanted to have a backup quarterback because week three and four he he didn't do too great but then all of a sudden week seven he has 30 points week nine 23 I I just read the stats I don't (laughs) I don't know anything about the players but all you need are those numbers that's all you need to know that's how I got most of my team. I just looked at their um, scored points. If they had reasonably good history, I was like, sure, be on my bench. Then I moved them from my bench to the starting lineup once I realized what I had. You had a bit of a similar thing go down with Wentz that I had with Watson with his injury. Yeah, right. Yeah, right now he's injured. Right now it's right now I'm back to Philip Rivers, who isn't bad, but still not in my top five. <laughs> Well, Wentz, it's a good pick. He was probably going to be the MVP until he went down. Uh, so it's always good to have yeah, I know. the MVP on your team. I mean, unless it's like one of those Peyton Manning years. And then you're like, no thanks. <laughs> For my number four pick, I had the player who... like When I drafted my team, I was I went all in on David Johnson. And I was like, he's going to be my, my guy. He's going to outscore everyone. He's going to go 30 every week. I'm going to get 30 points from him. And then that obviously did not happen. So the player who actually filled in that role for me is the kicker, Greg Zerlane. Greg the Leg, Legatron, whatever nickname you want to give him. He consistently would get me 17 points every week. And that's just, you can't even get that out of like a running back anymore. But to get that out of a kicker, it's just, it was so good. And then much like Deshaun Watson, I opened my app one day to see that he had a back spasm or something and then was out for the season. I was like, well, what the fuck do I do? My kicker is hurt, so I just picked up some random kicker, and now I miss I miss Zerlane, but I would not be in the championship without him. He got me so far, and I adore yeah. his leg. It is strong and powerful and mighty. <laughs> the leg has carried your team. It, it like I would be nowhere without this kicker. <laughs> he like I I one of the games I tied Meg, and. If I had picked any other kicker, I would not have tied Meg, and that got me the two seed, and I scored 52 points with the bye week, so it literally saved my season. 
That being said, all right, for my your number four. What's that? I assume maybe your number four is a kicker. No, no, this might be a surprise to you. Okay, but I'm a, my number four is Kareem Hunt <laughs> because he started the he started the season off really well. I think he scored forty something points the first game, and Harry made fun of me because he was on my bench at the time. But and that's why I lost to Shelby. But then towards the towards the middle, he scored in the single digits a lot of games, and I actually didn't even play him then. But now he's now he's making a comeback until week seventeen where he doesn't play. But... He's not there when you needed him most. Yeah. Ex- yeah. The best thing about Kareem exactly. Hunt is that that first week of like, how it was like over, I think it was over forty points, and then he had that string of like five, three, zero, two, and but even though he had that string of games, he was still like the number three running back in fantasy because of the first game. It was absurd. Yes. Yeah. And he was a, I drafted a running back named Spencer Ware, who was the starting running back for the Chiefs. Suddenly he goes down, torn ACL, and then I'm like, oh, who's the backup? Uh-huh. And it said Kareem Hunt, and I was like, <laughs> so I looked at it, and I was like, eh, you know, Chiefs, they've never been really great with running backs, so I just passed on him, and regrets I've had a few. Yeah. Well, my number three pick is also a running back. He was the one who I, when I drafted him, I went with uh, David Johnson, and I went with this running back, because I thought these are going to complement each other, and they're just going to carry me as far as I need to go and alas I picked up Jordan Howard running back for the Chicago Bears and he's he's a very talented running back but the quarterback for the Bears is so bad that he barely gets opportunities to be good but when he does he's electrifying and because of that potential I've started him every single week and it's 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 been frustrating at times but when it's rewarding it's very rewarding and that's the kind of player that you're never gonna forget. I'm never gonna forget my days with Jordan Howard, and that's my number three pick. Yeah, you just those running backs. Like, you sometimes you want the consistency. They, they matter. Exactly. And hopefully he'll come through this week. But he's playing the number one run defense in the league. So, if there's ever a time, Jordan really? Howard, it's now. What's that? If there's ever a time for him to show off. Why I drafted him, it'd be against the number one run defense in the championship. But we'll see. But hopefully he does not, for my sake. I'm glad that we keep it civil here. <laughs> Alright. So for my number three pick, I chose Antonio Brown. <laughs> I, uh, I know why. Why? Why He's... do you think? Because when you play against Meg, that's the biggest fear in the world. Yes. That is the one, that's the one player. Everyone else, it's like 8, 10, 7, 42. But with Antonio Brown, it's like 27, 30, 33, 45. Yeah, no, he's the 42. He's amazing. Yeah. Like, I was playing against Meg. I was up by, like, what, 50. And he just scored, like, 43. And I was like, shit, I'm going to lose. <laughs> oh, I he's... thought I was going to lose to her. He's so good. When I played her. I... Yeah, I know. And the thing is, like, 
she like I think she like lucked into him in the draft because we had Shelby with the number one pick who accidentally picked Aaron Rodgers. I know those. Leaving Antonio Brown for Meg. Aaron Rodgers because she just she kept lamenting over it for the entire night. She could not let it go. Yeah. And now she texts me like, "Oh, I'm just gonna do auto pick next year." Uh. That's what I do. That's how I got my team. That's <laughs> true. Like, you just you didn't you didn't even look at it. You just would. You you say, "Hey, who'd I get this time?" And we're like, "Oh, you got this." And you're like, "Oh, I don't know who that is." And then, sure enough, here we are. Yeah. Well, you and Harry scheme. You, you and Harry talk about like people with good chemistry in your lineups or something like that. I just put it on auto draft and see what I get. Thirteen and one. I always draft Tim Tebow because you know you need you need that clubhouse guy who's going to give a lot of character to your team and give like some inspirational speeches. Is he still draftable? I think he's no longer draftable after this season. Oh, that's like, too bad. They gave up on that's him. So he doesn't even play, but he just you can put him on fantasy. It's it's a great morale booster for the bench players. I bet. Okay, with he always leads, he always leads the prayer circle before the game and after. Well, that's it's true because like if he did that, then like if he actually did that with my players, I'd be like I'd already know like I'd have all confidence that I'm going to win this championship because he was on a. He was on an airplane once, and some guy had a heart attack, and was like, they felt his pulse, and he had no pulse. So Tim Tebow got a bunch of people around and started praying, and uh, the guy came back to life. It's like yeah, if you, if you had if fantasy was a real interaction between the players, you would be fourteen and out probably. You gotta get you gotta get the right guys that mesh together, and and I always I never draft the people who are the uh, domestic abusers. Those are always Harry's players. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he had Zeke, Tyreek Hill, and Jarvis Landry. And it's like, come on, Harry. Yeah. With my number two pick, I... Antonio Brown's a good pick, though, because he's just the one I fear the most. And uh, so number two, I went, but I went with uh, Jared Goff who I hinted at a little bit earlier because when Watson went down, I was like, I need a quarterback now. And I didn't know what to do because it was like, my options were Goff, like Bortles, McCown. It was like, I was like, uh, this is just not, this is just bad news. I don't know what to do. And I went with Goff just on a whim because I was like, well, the Rams, they're a good offense. They relied on Gurley a lot. So I was like, eh, it might not be a great passing offense though. And ever since I've gotten him, he's went up from the 14th quarterback to the eighth quarterback. He's just been amazing. He's been the fill-in I needed, he saved my season. I would have probably tanked if he had been, like, if he didn't pan out, I would have gone for the tank, just got a high draft pick and try again next year. But Goff kept me alive, and he's not playing this week. He's at, he's projected for zero, so that's a little sad. And I'm, I'm going to roll with Tyrod Taylor, who I don't feel anywhere near as confident about. But Jared Goff, this one's for you, brother. It's always a good feeling when you pick a player in it really pays off you you feel like you're a secret genius or something like uh mr hunt yes i mean i i, I def i that was intentional i i knew that he was gonna be a breakout star <laughs> that's why i drafted him you could see it the passion in his eyes yeah you know, before we had a talk and he said i if you let me play for you i will steer you wrong it was like, that's how, like, Robert Kraft, when he drafted Tom Brady, and Brady's like, I'm going to prove you right, Mr. Kraft. Mm. Same scenario. 
Exact same. Who is your number two pick? My number two pick is Melvin Gordon. Makes sense. Yeah. He's been a rock. Yeah. He really... He, he carries my team more often than not. I feel like a lot of your players are very explosive. But he's just... A, yeah. He's very steady. He, in, yeah, exactly. He's... 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 What's the word? Consistent. Yeah, like he's very consistent in his scoring. And the best thing is like he's the kind of consistent where he has the potential to explode. Yes. And, like there's some consistency. Even if even if he's projected at lower, I always I always know he's gonna get higher than he's projected at and that I'll probably I'll probably be able to win. Like like he did with Harry. He won the game for me and Harry. You and Harry ended up being a lot closer than I was like thought it was gonna be at first. Yeah, I thought he was going to beat me at first, but then... Melvin Gordon. Yes. And you get these players, and you're like, like, you think, you're like, Melvin Gordon is going to give me a lot of points, but what you're really getting for him for is, like, because he's going to put you just over the top when you need him to most, and he came through. Mm-hmm. That's, and why, that's why he's my number two. It's a name, like, the name, too, like, when you think about oh. good, good football player names, Melvin is not usually the one that comes to mind. But he passes no, the eye you, test. No, one that comes to mind for it when I think of any name. <laughs> Melvin, it's it's definitely fallen off in popularity. But in terms of Chargers running backs, it has the majority. Mm-hmm. But if he, but if I win the championship, my kid's middle name will be Melvin. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. It's because we we know he, everyone, all you listeners out there, we know that Goodbye Mellow Broke Road is a legally binding podcast. So, yep, I, I might as well have just signed in blood. I'm looking forward to little old Melvin. Well, the middle name is Melvin, so it'd be like Timote Melvin Cleveland. Ah, uh, how do you know it was? I was gonna choose Timote. It's just I get those vibes, you know. Like no. I'm, sh- I'm sure Jess is all in at that too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Jess loves the name Timote. Oh yeah, maybe she does. <laughs> okay. Who so, doesn't? For my number one pick, <clears throat> it is not the person I drafted number one overall because he got hurt and didn't play any games. So whatever, Mr. Johnson. For my number one pick, I went with. Travis Kelsey because last year I picked up Tyler Eifert for my tight end and I was like this is great I'm finally gonna have a tight end who is solid and I don't have to worry about him because tight ends are really hard to find that are good and I was like just roll with Eifert and then Eifert hurt his back and he was out for like nine weeks and I was like oh Jesus Christ so I went this year I was at the same strategy I gotta find just get a tight end I went with Travis Kelsey and I've played him every single week. I don't have to worry about my tight end spot. He is so good. Well, I have to worry about it this week because he's not playing. He's projected for zero. But the past 16 weeks have been great. He's he's always going to get me six points, and he has a potential to get me 30. I love you, Travis Kelsey. I love you, and I'll be looking for you again next year. And hopefully none of our friends listen to this podcast because then they're going to hear my strategy about the tight end. They're going to take Kelsey away from me, and I don't want it because I don't have to draft him earlier than I have to. And they probably won't listen anyway because they don't like me. Our friends are the only people that listen to this podcast. 
I have 12 subscribers. Seven of them are my friends. And two of them are my parents. And three of them are Kurt. I was going to say, of those three, it's probably Locke. <laughs> Shelby told me that she listened to the one I did with Locke. And when I did, I read uh, some lyrics from Christmas is a Coming by Bing Crosby. And she turned it off during that. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> But Travis Kelsey, you're my... This is also, with the Chiefs, when I watch the Chiefs games, I'm always watching for Kelsey, but there's a player who's named Kelsey something, and I guess it confuses the shit out of me. Or there's a guy named, like, Blake Travis, and I'm like, oh, tra oh wait, Kelsey. Uh, uh. Yeah. I don't have that problem with Melvin. No other Melvins. No, you don't, you can just, like, if you see Melvin, you're like, ah, oh, that's my boy, and I, you know it's yeah. good. You know it's good news whenever you hear that name called by Joe Buck. Mm -hmm. Or Tony Romo. Without further ado, though, as we lead into this championship weekend, who is your number one pick? I have a feeling I know who it is, but who is your number one pick? All right, my number one pick is Le'Veon Bell. Whoa! Guess right? I did not guess right. Oh, who do you think it was? I thought it was going to be Gurley. No. <laughs> um... If, it, if I was doing the top five on my team, it would have been. Right. So, but, but yeah, Bell, I have similar feelings to Bell about Brown, where, like, he could torch me. Uh-huh. And he's consistent, too. Like, has he ever scored below 10 points? I don't think so. It's, maybe, maybe, in like, the first two weeks. He's an insanely good player. Yeah. He, uh, when Shelby picked up Rodgers... I was like, oh my god, all my there's so many opportunities now. I can pick Johnson or Bell. And I was like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go for David Johnson because I'm just excited. And then Locke was like, I'll take Bell. Like, he got Bell at like four. I was like, ugh. Luckily, I kicked him. I kicked his ass right out of the playoffs last week. But still, that uh, he, he always ends up with Le'Veon Bell. It frustrates me. I want him to experience a Bell-less season just so he knows what it's like for once. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he have him the past two years? I think he got him from you last year. He traded you Brady, I think. Yeah. Which, you Still know... don't feel good about that trade. <laughs> Brady, it's, it could be worse. It allowed, me, it allowed me to have extra, extra incentive to watch the Patriots because if they win, my team wins, but also I do well in fantasy. That's just a good feeling. I felt the same way at first, and then, like, there was a game where Brady had a bad game, and I was like, fuck you, Brady, this sucks, you've got, you've, you've lost fantasy and real life, and I was like, oh, this is, I can never, I can, I can't do this, I can't hate Tom Brady, so I traded him away immediately. You realized you were too invested. I was like, this is ruining the NFL for me, which, if CTE won't do it, what will? Roger Goodell's gonna yeah. sue me for that. Nah, he has no power anymore. He's just Jerry Jones's whipping boy. Yeah. But Le'Veon Bell, it's a good pick. I love the name Le'Veon. It's really interesting. Bell is just, you know, he's a bell cow. Got the ball all yeah. day. And he's also not playing this week, so if you had ended up playing Locke in the championship, you would have been good to go because he is, that is Locke's whole team. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this on... Uh, probably, I'll do... Yeah, there's no Monday night game, so I'll post it on Monday and I'll put in the show notes who ended up winning the championship. But uh, uh -huh. best of luck to you with the 
the R2-D2 Pez Dispenser Trophy. It's going to be... Oh, you gave it away. I had forgotten what it was from last year. Oh, you wanted to be surprised? Yes. Well, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because you're going down. I thought we were keeping this civil. You, you beautiful soul. You're, you have the best chance to win of any team in the Fantasy League. I have no chance, because my team is made up of second string. Is that civil? What? Is that more civil for you? Oh, yes. Caleb, you are the best. Thank. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next time on... Goodbye, Mellow Brick Road! Was that better? Alright, maybe after this episode you just shouldn't do that ever again. There you have it, folks. Elton John, if you're gonna sue me, now or never. <laughs>